Okay, everyone. Hello, and welcome along to another episode of Championship Drill. I'm by Phil and Jay, as always, and we're being joined today by a, a very special guest, our good friend Adam McCarthy, uh, a, a lifelong Brentford fan. Yeah, long. I I think I went to my first game in Griffin Park about 1988. They're still trying to make it to the big time. They'll get there someday if they don't lose in the playoffs again. Yeah. <laughs> Semi-final call. Yeah, you you never seem to, uh, you you um, have no uh, no um, optimism about them in the playoffs. Huh? Last season, even you said to myself and Phil, "Not the blowout." Nah, it's just many many years of playoff playoff heartbreak. They usually go up automatically or not at all. Won? Yeah, have they ever won a playoff final? That I'm not sure. No, I can't remember. They might have done back in the nineties at some stage. But I'm not sure if they have. <laughs> Doesn't seem like they do well in the playoffs, all right? No. Anyway, we'll come to Brentford in a minute with their game. And they're they're on a good run at the minute, but news, Phil, you sent me a, an old text last night to tell me Tony Poulis was after getting the sack. Yeah. <laughs> Adam actually was the one who <laughs> this first. Adam broke the news, yeah. Yeah. Game's in. One yeah. win, six draws, seven points from a possible 30. But and they said they're not, the performance they're not, isn't the result. They're not scoring any goals, so... Yeah, I, I read. I read the statement. Yeah, I read the statement from Sheffield Wednesday, and uh, they didn't even thank him. <laughs> At the end, they were just like, uh, "We'll make no more further comment on this matter." So I assume that maybe he'd had a fallen out with the owner, maybe about transfers or something okay. like that in January. That would make sense because after every game he's given out. Yeah, I mean, he came um, like the statement was funny. Because they said that the like the seven points from thirty wasn't good enough, the results weren't good enough, the performances weren't good enough, and then they said and something else as well that went wrong to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So he's gone. So they're going to go on to their third manager of the season now. Yeah. Who, who comes in is the question. Do they do, do they bring in a caretaker like or do they do they, they opt might, in the market for a manager like? I was thinking they might go with David Wagner. He's yeah, free, isn't he? He's free, yeah. Although he had a bit of a yeah. disaster shot there, so I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, I haven't had a look there on Google, but I'll have a quick check at the because uh, they didn't let us come to the Watford manager. Let's have a look. Yeah. Uh, John Coffey didn't come in. <laughs> yeah. Gus Poy. Uh, Gus Poy is currently the favourite. Yeah. Good old Gus. Good man for a tear up. I heard he never yeah. he never once fared Roy Keane on the pitch. That's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, and Torsten Fink then as well as the the other guy that they're touting. Wasn't Gus at Brighton for a while as well? Was he? Was, yeah. he was. Yeah. Yeah. Did I see so, that? So there we go. First managers come out of retirement. Christian Gross. Yeah, yeah Christian Gross. Yeah. Did he come out? Yeah. The guy that goes on the subway, isn't it? Yeah, he's after going to the German league. I'm sure he went to Schalke, I think. Yeah. yeah. Schalke, who I think haven't won a game since last January. <laughs> Jesus. He, he's the man to do it, anyway. I thought Cox said he was bad. <laughs> we fit in, we, he'll fit in there with his uh, working class roots of getting the subway to the Spurs games. Yeah, like, the Spurs, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. So, poor old Poulos. Wednesday. And about Paulo Di Canio for Sheffield Wednesday. Could do. Could do. Okay. Hero there at the club. 
He'd last. He he'd be there less than Pulis. He he probably last twenty days. Yeah. <laughs> he'd he'd punch the owner. He would. <laughs> or the league team. Was when he was with Wednesday, wasn't it? That he pushed the referee to cameo. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. So we move on, I suppose, to the games on uh, on Saint Stephen's Day, Boxing Day, whatever day you want to call it. Yeah. The twenty sixth of December. Yeah. Uh, Burnsley, Burnsley beating Huddersfield two one. Carlos Corbin signed a new contract and immediately celebrates by losing to Burnsley. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's no better way to celebrate. I've always said it. Yeah. Two towns very close together. Um, I think then across Edmund Green scored his first goal for the club, and then two horrible set piece defensive mistakes from Huddersfield, and uh, two goals then by uh, the big defender Heilek gets back for Barnsley, gives them a, another victory. They move into 11th, and Huddersfield drop down into 14th. Did you get to see any of this game? Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they're Yeah. Fair enough result? Yeah, I think so. I think no. Huddersfield are so yeah. up and down. There's something about a nice... Yeah. What do you think about the manager being given? I mean, they're 14th. They barely stayed up last season. Um, they gave him a new long-term deal. Mm-hmm. I think they jumped the gun when they, when they had won their last game. Yeah, the uh, the old John Wayne gatch outside the stadium, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've been playing much better football this season than last season, but I don't know. I just right, sorry, no. always dodgy about when a guy's been there. There are no yeah. fair going down though. Yeah, yeah. It's just the no, air of the no, underdogs. But there's something. Not... Yeah, that's it. I think. Yeah, it's the air of the underdogs. Yeah. Always sorry. something dodgy though about giving a manager a long-term deal when he's only been at the club for about five months. Yeah, and deciding yeah. that we're going to Alan stick with him Alan Perrett was the big deal. Six years. Oh, was it yeah. a ten-year contract they gave him? <laughs> he, he he should be banned for life for Bob and Moyle at that time. <laughs> Good stuff. We move on then to Happy Wednesday and Pulis's last game. Blackburn won Wednesday. One. Yeah, wasn't exactly. Uh, they were looking for back-to-back wins Wednesday for the first time since just before Christmas last year, mm. when I think they beat Bristol and Nottingham Forest. So they've uh, not done too well. Reach, though, with the goal, some very, very poor defending from Blackburn, that one. And then Blackburn just totally took over the game. Yeah. Bradley Dack, great for him to be back. He's been out for a year with a cruciate injury. Yeah. 42 goals and two and a bit seasons for them. From out wide, usually, I suppose. He plays out wide for the most of the time. Armstrong hit the post. He had another goal yeah. um, or another chance. It was well saved by Westwood, who seems to be keeping Wednesday in most games these days. And then uh, Rothwell got the finish in the end for Blackburn to make it 1-1. Uh, Poulis then got the sack. Blackburn are 11th. Wednesday are still second from bottom. Yeah, I'm still I, surprised, Les, that um, Blackburn are, that are 11th. Because every every week we talk about them, they're, they're actually performing quite well. Yeah, they're, so the kind of, they're, they're the kind of team that would go on a four-match winning run and then lose the next six. Yeah, it's bizarre. Like, it's just that they're a really good team. Yeah. really gel well. Harvey Edwards has been playing well. Armstrong is outstanding. Um, but maybe you know, maybe that coming back now will help give him the boost. Yeah, it'd be just good to see so. him get into the playoff, you know? Yeah. I mean, they they rely so much on Armstrong to score the goals for them. Yeah. yeah. Have somebody else who's going to chip in is definitely going to help them because they are a team. 
and we've seen this season, they can put four or five past someone on a good day. And yeah. again, they could have done that against Wednesday the other day because they just dominated once they went behind. Yeah, yeah. But Wednesday, hang on, and it uh, wasn't enough to say foolish because their performance after they went ahead was dreadful. Yeah, I yeah, think that was their only shot on target yeah. the one that went in. Yeah, I, I think that's fans... just the story of Sheffield Wednesday. Really, they're just their performances. If they want to survive, it's just Pulis. The, the football they're playing is just not going to not going to do it for them. Like it's just so negative. Yeah, yeah. And if they do, like if they do go ahead, they're just basically at, waiting for the equaliser to come. That's it. And that's kind of shown in the results, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they've been they've been really really poor. They've I been mean, they've drawn really, too many games. This has been going on since last season. They've been just so abysmal to watch. Yeah. They're awful, awful. Like they might score. It's, it's on average they score like one goal every three games. Yeah. We'll see now what happens. Uh, what did Ian Holloway left Grimsby, didn't he? Ian yeah, Holloway he into Wednesday. Oh, he's good. Yeah. He'll get the players going. I doubt it, but there you go. Four Millwall <laughs> then was called off. I think what uh, Millwall had a, a virus outbreak in their squad, so yeah. the game against Watford as well is called off tonight. So. We're going to see a lot more that over the coming weeks, I think. Yeah. It seems like it. I think Rotherham are playing tonight. They're back after missing a few games because of the same thing. Mm. And trying to make up these games is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, It's going to come to a standstill, lads, I reckon, because the, the outbreak is incredible. Like Just in the Premier yeah. League alone, it's at the, it's at the highest for, for um, positive testing. I reckon the league's going to come to a halt. I just have a feeling that it's, it's, it's going to hit its worst in the next three, four weeks, you know? Could happen. Not, not to directly not directed towards the COVID discussion, but I suppose it's this new um, this new strain which is far more uh, contagious. Yeah, which means that there it's going to spread a lot more around the squads. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think Jerry could be right. There could be a, there could be a standstill at some stage, maybe in the next month or so. But yeah, there could be. Uh, that could be a nightmare for the summer because really, with the Euros supposed to be happening this summer. Yeah. There's going to be that. There's not going to be as much time as they had maybe last season. And the, thing, the thing is, if it comes to a standstill, it'll be six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could actually write off the league. You know the way it came so close last season that, like, you know, I'd say there won't be any any uh, you know bullshit this year. They might just they write it off altogether, like you know. Mm. I hope not. I know I'm putting a downer on this, and I'm yeah. all. <laughs> I sound like a fella that's depressing everyone, but I was just looking at the stuff on Twitter, lads, and it's 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 not looking good. Like that's all I'm gonna say. How many Man City people have it? A lot. Well, there's 19 Premier League players that have tested positive this week. Okay. Yeah, it's in this. It's once it's in the once it's in their bubble, as they call it. They they don't yeah. have much option but to test yeah. everyone and test everyone. They are tested every day though, so that's probably a good thing if they can yeah. isolate people. They might get away with having a few yeah. weeks off here and there if if that's all it takes. Yeah. You just wonder though, with, with um games like obviously there's games being postponed, so like you know obviously Watford and, and Rotherham, like is it going to benefit the teams in the long run? Like you wonder, like I mean they're going to have lots of games on top. Like Rotherham already have two to make up. Yeah, yeah. Millwall think, are going to have to have two to make up. I think Ipswich are the team that have the most so far. They're they're like five yeah. games behind or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. We'll move on then to poor old Wickham again. Yeah, um, they were very lucky with their goal. <laughs> unbelievable lucky for their goal. It took a, a quite a deflection of McCleary to win, but again, Bristol took the lead through Martin from Odell's cross. 
then McCleary with the equaliser, and then just a fantastic strike at the end to win it for, yeah. for Bristol. But Wickham were, were pretty good. I mean, they had one tactic, which was kick the ball long back in Fenway. And yeah. Bristol didn't seem to be able to deal with that at all. No. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the problem of Wickham all season. They're playing well in games, but they're getting beaten in them. No, yeah, four yeah. points from safety now, yeah. bottom of the table. They haven't won in 11 games. I think they're going to stay up, though. I generally believe <laughs> that they'll have a bit of luck in the second half of the season. They're playing good football. Like It's not like they're a team of, like, you know, same, same shit, different week. It's They're really playing good football. They're grinding hard. Like You can't say there's a game where they where they fall over. Jeez, they're playing to the last minute. Like You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. I think the second half of the season are going to come good. I reckon they'll just survive it. And if they survive it, then I mean, God knows what'll happen the season after. But they're they're a really good team to watch. But like to be fair, like Bristol were good. Um, Callum yeah. O'Dowd was fantastic. Yes, yeah. O'Dowd and Ellen both picked up injuries. Yeah, I mean Wickham are, are struggling. What's funny about Wickham too is the manager comes out almost after every game and says, "If we play like that for the rest of the season, we'll be fine." Yeah, <laughs> and he's been saying that for the last eleven games, and they have money yet, so. <laughs> but the only time they were winning games was that he was in hospital. That's it. Maybe that's what they need to do. Maybe they need to put him in put hospital. It, put him back in the hospital. Get the big fella to fight back him. Didn't they win two games in a row <laughs> when he was in there? They were, yeah. yeah, they won two games in a row while he was getting back surgery. <laughs> but, so maybe that's he's the only two games they won in drawers, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they've drawn a few since with him. But uh, yeah, I think the only games they've won all season were while he was in hospital. That's back bad. surgery, so bad. too much pressure. They want to win so badly for him. The pressure is on. <laughs> but poor old Brist- Bristol in ninth now, but Ododa went off injured. Vinner went off injured. So it's one of their best attacking options and one of their better defenders that could be missing now for a while. Mm. They both were limping as they left the pitch. So they needed that win though, because they I think they'd lost they'd lost three in a row before that. Yeah. Yeah. So getting that you know getting that late goal there was probably you know was, you know could turn their season around again. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Not not that he was bitter, but Ainsworth after the match says, look, that's what a five million pound striker can do for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You take him off the bench. And he well, well, he's got Akin Fenwell as much as we love him, but a 38-year-old that's been at about every club in England at the stage, <laughs> leading the line for him up front. That's enough. Yeah. He's Premier League bound, Stephen, tell you. He's Premier League bound by. Liverpool. I know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Move on so to uh, one, of the, one of the better games in terms of the goals were scored in it anyway. Yeah. And uh, Adams Brentford, Cardiff 2, Brentford 3. A ridiculous first half. Brentford had all the ball. Couldn't seem to get a shot near the goal. And then Cardiff scored, I know, Volk. He hit the ball. It was very, very like Beckham's goal against Wimbledon that time. It was almost the exact same spot in the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The same thing, just you know, inside his own half, they were one up. They looked the game plan seemed to be that just keep Brentford from playing, and then you know, Canos with an unbelievable volley at the start of the second half for yeah, Brentford, yeah. and they just yeah. tore them apart after that. Tony yeah. had an overhead kick that could have been yeah. saved. Marcondes had one that like really should have done better with, and then Canos got two more to complete the hat trick, although the last one. Keeper really should have done better. Oh, yeah. Like it just went through his hands or something. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Bulk again with a goal for Cardiff 15 minutes from the end. Not much happened. You know, 
a dubious push near the end, all right, in the box. Cardiff could have got a penalty for that one. But uh, Brentford are unbeaten now in all in 15 games in all competitions. Yep. Fourth on the table, just a point off second. Yeah, well, like me, Brentford are probably out of like maybe all the teams in the division. They're probably the most dominant in, in their games. They, you know, they they control nearly every single game they play, and it's just a yeah. matter of them not conceding. Yeah, and uh, I think it was a, a very good kind of comeback for them. Canos, uh, he's very good coming off the bench. I don't know if he started him. Uh, on I think he started him there. Yeah, he started. But like he's very like when he's when he's in the mood, he will score goals. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's straight the next next Barcelona Liverpool player. Um, yeah. Like he's starting to kind of shine. You know what I mean? This guy, this guy was highly tipped. Um, at Barcelona, obviously made that move to Liverpool. I think he was with Norwich as well for a while. But like he's, mm. I think he's got twenty goals in one hundred and twenty appearances. Like so, he's really oh, starting to shine. Like he's very good. He had a lot. Of, he has had a lot of injury problems over the years. Yeah. Yes. When he hasn't been injured, he's always he's always been quality. Yeah, yeah. He's um as I said, he's definitely one to watch. He's only twenty three, so David Yeah. Yeah. Good player. Don't say the manager there, Brentford as well, was able to make seven changes, I think, from the side that beat Newcastle. Yeah. They have a very strong squad and Thomas Frank he's very good at kind of managing the squad. Yeah. Uh, when they do rotate the the, the, the the reserves that come in do have the same quality and they do fit in to the system very well and that's kind of what Brentford are all about really is about the system. So yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's not a real drop of quality when they're when they're swapping players in and out. Yeah, and Ivan Tony was a bargain. Yeah. Again, but Brentford are very good. They can sell their strikers, so they sold Mopai, and then they sold um, Watkins. Yeah. But then they just went out and signed Tony, and that you know, and he's he's been yeah. doing the job straight away after the first few games. Yeah. They just seem to have that knack. He does. He was on. He set up on the goal yesterday, and he was unlucky not to score himself with his overhead kick. Yeah, but he has got eight goals in eleven games now, or something in the last eleven games. Tony as well. So he's that's encouraging. Yeah, very encouraging. Yeah, we move on then to the most boring game of the day: the yeah, banker nil all draw. I think we said before the game: Coventry nil, Stoke nil. Stoke have drawn nil all away from home for the third time in a row. You know, Thompson hit the bar, Fletcher headed wide, a couple of good chances. And Godden, who Coventry, I suppose good news for Coventry is that Godden is back because he's been the only one scoring goals for them this season. Yeah. yeah. They've missed him the last couple of months. Yeah. Um, absolutely boring game. Stokes yeah. stay seven, Coventry. Coventry stay eight. Yeah. But again, really say about that. The, thing with, the thing with Stoke is they're playing a forward who's like 38. Yeah. And he should have scored two goals. I mean, yeah. their chances he usually wouldn't miss. Mm. I say Stoke are still playing the wage bill from back in the day. Oh yeah, I say so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael away Owen. from home they seem to just <laughs> yeah, away from home they just shut it down it seems and don't even try to win half the games. But yeah. There you go. There's but yeah, they're yeah. still right there. There's what a point off the playoffs or something? Yeah, there's seven yeah. points off the playoffs. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. And then another one, poor old Wayne Rooney can't get a win at Derby. Losing to Preston, yeah, one nil. And I, I, I know was it Preston put it up today. Like Alan Brown scored a great goal, but apparently that's the third time he's done that on the 26th of December on your Boxing Day St Stephen's Day. It's the, it's the third time in the last four years he scored an absolute belter of a goal for them. Yeah, and that's where the air. So. Like he should be scoring a lot yeah. more. Yeah, but whatever he has for Christmas Day for his dinner seems to. Pay off from the next day. He seems to score unbelievable goals the next day. So he must get the spiced beef imported. 
Yeah, he does. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I'm definitely the modern, the modern Forest and over the good Irish sports like. Yeah. I mean, this, this game changed as soon as Waghorn was sent off early on. Absolutely. Nasty. Studs up on Brown himself. He could have really hurt him. Yeah, it was very bad. Um, but it was one of those games that you see sometimes where everything that was hit at the goalkeeper, he, he just seemed to hang to it or his foot to it or his face to it. Or, yeah. You it do seems miss, like it was just going to be nil-nil. But Steve, you missed the good tackles in the game. Like, you, you were notorious out in the States for that kind of stuff, like. Yeah, but like uh, there's good tackles and there's what Whitehorn did. Well, I mean, bro, he <laughs> really, really hurt him. I don't think anyone, even Rooney after the game said he can't defend that kind of a tackle. He said he had to go. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but uh, Rooney still, he has, you know, he's he's not doing too well. Like, is there any update? Derby, on, you know, any update on their The only one, the only update was it's not going to happen before the end of the year. That was the last update. That they gave. So I know are they playing a waiting game to see what happens with them. Do you want to just be smart? Yeah. Uh, time in seven games they've lost, drawn most of those to be fair under Rooney. Yeah. Uh, still in the relegation zone, and we have no idea when takeover will happen. Preston move up into 13. For the season they're having. Yeah, I mean, the manager seems like we always say the manager seems like he's on the verge of being sacked, and suddenly they dig yeah. out a win. Yeah. Awesome. But um, he won't be like they won 1 0 and they scored in stoppage time, but he's not going to be happy with the win because the second time they've struggled to score against 10 men. It was in the Sheffield Wednesday game as well, where they went down early to 10 men and Preston created nothing. And it seemed the same that they just were not going to score a goal against yeah. the 10 men until Brown. Uh, great effort from him at the end. Um, yeah, I don't know, was the keeper unsighted or what, but he didn't seem to see the ball at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, good win for Preston. And then, obviously, we move on Middlesbrough. Rotherham was the second Rotherham game to be cancelled. Yeah. Because of the virus, then on to the other nil-nil, which was slightly more exciting in terms of chances, but not many clear-cut ones. Yates had a good effort for Forrest. Everidge, who had that disaster the last day out for... Um, against Borough for Birmingham, oh, yeah, yeah. where he was at fault for three of the four goals. Yeah, he'd be delighted to have kept a clean sheet. Yeah, um, yeah. Sanchez curled one wide, and Samba made a few saves for Forrest, but it was you know it was just it was very generic with not a lot going on. No, I mean the the shots on target, which there was quite a few, they were all you know daisy cutters. Like if the keeper yeah. had left them in, it would have been disaster. Yeah. There was no, you wouldn't say they were great shots. Like, so Birmingham lost three in a row, so they stopped that run at least. Yeah. And Forrest are two points clear of the relegation zone themselves. Um, so I don't know. I don't think either team is happy with a draw there, but neither of them deserve to win. If anything, they both should have been docked points for how bad the game was. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. So Definitely we move gone. along then to uh, one of these. Score in the other just take their chances and QPR end up losing the game, yeah. and uh, that seemed to happen there with IU and Low getting the goals for Space ones they fly in it. Yeah, do you know Jermaine Low? Jermaine Low has come on so much this season. Yeah, yeah, and they're still playing without Gibbs. Yeah, he's proper good. Yes, 
And uh, yeah, they're a scary team. Like Swansea, the way they're playing at the minute, they move into second because Bournemouth, obviously, their game is postponed. But Gibbs White is going to be coming back into that team as well soon enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he's going to add something yeah. more to them. Um, are you was you know scoring goals all around him this season? Who yeah. let who let so Gibbs White go? Who, who let got, him go? Was it Wolves? Uh, Wolves. He's on loan he's from on Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. 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 Big player for the season. Because yeah, he's been out now for what two and a half months. Yeah. I think they said about three months when he was first out. So he should be coming back in the next few weeks, hopefully for them. Yeah. But uh, I don't know QPR. I know what they can do to start scoring goals because they're creating enough chances. They're just not taking them. Yeah. I think oh. that manager's in trouble, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they didn't have a great season last season either under him. Yeah. Is your man Fernandez still on the club, lads? I think he does, is he? I think George said that the last day. He yeah, does, I, I think, think he's, yeah. think yeah. he's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ruthless. Like he's surprised still there. So if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I know he's well respected. The manager. He used to manage Brentford at one time as well. I think didn't he? He did. Yeah. He was uh, very good for Brentford at the time, which made us, which made Brentford beating QPR all the sweeter. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um, it's a strange one for QPR because QPR are really starting to you know drop down the table. They're four points above the relegation zone. Yeah, they're they're a better they're a better team than their their league their league state or their league um, where they are in the league suggests. Yeah. But they need really to kind of get out of this kind of spiral of uh, bad form. I mean, they just they seem to have spells where they look like they're going to hammer a team, but they don't score when they're on top ever. That's it. Oh, I know. We move on, so I suppose to Reading against Luton again. Not a, a great game in this one, Mike. Two oh. first half goals from McIntyre. And Semedo, and then a very late goal right on throw full time from Lua Lua. It was good to see uh, Reading get back in the ways properly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've been so up and down. They move into the playoff spots now into sixth. Yeah. Uh, Luton dropped down to 15th. Mm. Um, the two goals Reading scored were their only two on target. And I think Luton's first shot on target came 10 minutes from the end. So yeah. it wasn't a classic, but. Um, Luton scored away from home for the first time in five games and had they not done that with the last goal, I think it would have been their worst run in 15 years or something. So, mm. At least they done that. But there's not a whole lot to say about this game really other than, you know, it's a um, strange one for Reading. It's good to see Reading get back, like you said, Phil, to winning ways because yeah. they've they've been uh, they've been struggling. Really well, they lost two games. <laughs> but the, the big thing about losing two games in a row, they lost them to Brentford and... Um, Norwich, so they lost them to two of their rivals, kind of for the playoffs or promotion. Yeah. So that was, a, you know, that, that's a big loss there. Yeah. So to get a, get three points back and kind of stay in touch with them is yeah. the main thing. They need that, and Reading be delighted to make the playoffs. I'd say, even though you know their early season form was it was so good, and then they had that horrible run. So they're going to be delighted with that. Yeah. So we'll move on to Watford against Norwich. Watford kind of did an Norwich to Norwich in this one. Yeah. Not, no, Norwich have been winning these games 1-0 all year. Yeah. But Watford did it this time. The new manager, Munoz, got off to a good start. Home in, although Watford, I think, have the best home record. In the but, like, Watford, do they keep getting these other managers because it's safe and no one wants to go there? I'd, I'd imagine that. I mean, you know, I mean, we say he got his first win. I mean, he's probably going to be gone before the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll get him more and then he'll get the sack. That's it. Sir with the goal. Um, I don't know. Gray twice put the ball into space when he should have scored. Yeah. 
Feeney nearly fell over himself trying to score an open goal. Yeah. Beverly <laughs> had a shot blocked. Norwich had one chance late on, really, when Pukki broke free, but a great tackle from Messina stopped him yeah. from getting yeah. a shot away. So Norwich stay top, though, and Watford move up to fifth. But yeah. wasn't a great game, but a, a good win for new manager. But you can't judge him off this game because Watford well, have been very good at home. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so guys, we'll move along to our... You know, picks of the day. So, what was everyone's goal of the day here today? I actually think Canos. Yeah. Yeah. Canos for me as well. Yeah. I'm actually going to be, uh, I'm going to say Volks. Yeah. So against Brentford. Yeah. Yeah. I think Volks as well because to see the keeper off his line and try it is cheeky enough. Yeah. You know, from the halfway line. Some cracking goals in that game though. Yeah. Unbelievable. It was, yeah. Um, I think I think though Canos is probably going to get most people's clear the clear yeah. today. Yeah, Canos. Yeah, Patrick Hero, you have to give it to him definitely. Yeah. Um, the best team, the best team performance of the Brentford, day. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Clean sweep for Brentford. I'm going to say Wickham. Wickham losing two one. They created a lot of chances. They were they were very good. Watford were very good, just yeah. to be fair to him, um, under new manager. Yeah. And uh, Jerry's going with his, his, his Wickham boys. They were outstanding. They lost to home, but they were fantastic. <laughs> World class. That was very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, tough one. Tough one. I'll probably go for Brentford as well, just to, for the win away at Cardiff and for entertaining us, as they, as they did. And the biggest shock was all the weekend. Watford, right? Watford, I'd say. Yeah. Well, Coventry and Stoke Mill-Nil. Yeah, Coventry, Stoke, Mill-Nil. The least shocking result of all time, I'd say that one. <laughs> <laughs> Preston, Preston winning for me was a shock. I think Preston, yeah, against Derby. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday taking a point off Blackburn was a bit of a shock as well. But, you know, the way they're going. So we'll go quickly through the games that are still on today. Um, a few of them called off for different reasons, mostly because of the virus. But anyway, Birmingham versus Derby. A draw. A draw. Another one. Yeah. I go for Birmingham. Birmingham to win at home, I think. Yeah. Yeah. One nil for me as well. Yeah. Birmingham. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, managerless against Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Got there. Middlesbrough. The idea, old manager. Yeah. Middlesbrough. Yeah, that's Middlesbrough for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think Middlesbrough will hammer him in this one. Warren up for NBE. Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Huddersfield-Hu
They're going to win 12 then. Is that going ahead? It is. It is, I think, yeah. Okay, I think Rod, Rod Rum will win. Yeah, if it goes ahead. We don't know 100% yet, but at the moment it was still on anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on It's on a rate looking at this. So Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Rotherham as well with the long break they've had. Although Barnsley are in good form, so we'll, we'll see. And you don't know how the virus will affect them. Maybe yeah. they'll be better. Wickham home to Cardiff. Can Wickham pull out a win? Of course they can. No <laughs> I'd love to see it. So, so. One is. Seven, one in 11. Cardiff. You think Cardiff? Yeah. I think Wickham are going to steal this one. <laughs> I don't know why. Come on, Wickham. They have to get the luck. We say it every week that their luck has to change at some stage, but maybe today is the day they get that dodgy penalty in the last minute. Never know. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. And then um, we got. And Nilal's wrong. Nilal. That's one. Joke, not in Forest, huh? I bet you. It could be 3 all. It probably will be 3 all. <laughs> but wasn't this a high scoring game last year? Yeah, I mean, Stoke at home score goals. It's the way from home they don't bother even trying, it seems. Yeah. You know, but Forrester in a horrible run of form. I mean, you know, he's another manager that could be gone after just being appointed not that long ago if things don't start improving there. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, a draw, a draw, a draw written all over it, so it's close. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I suppose we'll leave it there and we'll see how those games go. Hopefully this will be up before those games happened. Yeah. You know? But it'll judging def- by it'll our it'll definitely be out before the Derby game is over. Yeah. And judging by uh, our predictions anyway, people won't be able to accuse us of putting it out after the results. <laughs> results coming. So there we go. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us as always. And uh, we'll be back again uh, later on this week to talk about tonight's game. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.